This is Money, Motivation, and Mike, and I am your host, Michael Wainwright, in charge of all the controls and the mothership, audio engineer Jason Wright. And hello to you, world. This is the show that can and will change your life. January the 1st, 2024, as the new year has come upon us, please contact us at info at mx3.vip and find all of our content, mx3.vip, or on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at MX3 Podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon to get notified of all of our new content, which comes out every Monday morning around 9 o'clock. Now, as we end the year and start the new year, first of all, happy uh, late Merry Christmas to those uh, out there that was not involved in our previous episode. But speaking of episodes, and letting let me give a a, a state-of-the-union end-of-the-year beginning of 2024 year address because today we're going to talk about new year's resolutions and they're the lack of and if you've been listening to our show for any period of time you know that i am goal driven and i have already set uh, several goals not only for myself personally but for this show as well but talking about what went on in 2023 and what went on over just the last 90 days and jason's given me some statistics here that obviously continue to humble Humble yourself and humble the heart with what you have done. And just over the last 90 days, we've had a little over 130,000 views and listeners, viewers and listeners on all of our wavelengths, the, the, the podcast, the directories, the YouTube channel. As a matter of fact, it's just a little over 41,000 in, in the directories with the podcast and a little over 89,000 with the YouTube channel. 130,676 over the last 90 days. As you can see, viewers and listeners, that is a little over 40,000 per 28 days, 40,000 per, per month. And just over the last 28 days, we've had 22,900 unique viewers on the YouTube channel. And over the last 90 days, we've had 68,100 unique viewers on the, on the YouTube channel. That is purely organic stuff, Jason, I believe, where it's real people and real data that I'm giving to you today. And you may come on, you may listen on the highway and do, to one of the podcast directories. You may go home and sit down and watch us online on, on our YouTube channel uh, with our video. But whatever you're doing, we certainly appreciate that. We are touched. And as you can tell, the numbers, well, they're really kind of staggering. And and we are we are so blessed to have the listening and viewing audience that we have as we now travel into 2024 and starting off today with these New Year's resolutions. And by the way, episode 68, as Jason has told me, part four of the history of the Dallas Cowboys is our biggest episode still today. What are we what are we approaching here? About 80 episodes? That is correct. Right this at 80 episode episodes. 80. I'm sorry? This will be episode 80. Episode 80 today as we start 2024. And episode 68, the 1980s Dallas Cowboys, part four. Now, what I what that tells me is our listening audience, by the way, our average listening audience, 46.4% of our listening audience is between the ages of 24 and 44. So there are a lot of listeners that was either during or on the tail end of that 1990s dynasty that we went on. And what that tells me is they wanted to know what happened in the 1980s and how things turned around to get into the 1990s. 
Largest episode, part four, Dallas Cowboys, over the history of this show right here. And like I say, uh, the, the, the listening audience, the viewing audience, we continue to go, which is one of my, one of my first goals for this show is that this is a broad comment that 2024 will be better than 2023. Well, we all say that every day, every year, every week, however you want to say it. We all think next year is going to be better than last year. But then we don't do anything about it. And obviously, the first part of that, as you can tell, is setting goals. And and we are working on setting ours as well. Now, what is a New Year's resolution? Is it uh, something more than eating black-eyed peas? So if you eat black-eyed peas, I, that is a tradition that's long, long-standing. I have never had a black-eyed pea on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, excuse me. And I don't know that I ever will. But nevertheless... I, I, I'm all for those who think they should be eating black eyed peas on New Year's Day. And I know many, many people that do. But what is a goal? New Year's Eve resolution. A New Year's Eve, res, a New Year's resolution is a tradition most common in the Western world, but also found in the Eastern world in which a person resolves to continue good practices change an undesired trait or behavior, accomplish a personal goal, or otherwise improve their behavior at the beginning of a calendar year. Okay, so at the beginning of the calendar year, now what happens after we start that at the beginning of our calendar year? Now, here is the average person, the average American, 44% of average Americans make New Year's resolutions before the night is over. Only 31% of people stick with the promises they made through January. A whopping 81% of that 44% have failed by February. All right, so 81% of 44%, so that's uh, dividing that by five. So in essence, eight, eight and a half. Eight and a half percent of the people in the United States of America are still on their New Year's resolution on March 1st. Eight and a half percent. Incredible. I believe we got to do a little bit better job of setting goals and sticking to them and, and how we're going to do these things. Now, what are the most common New Year's resolutions? Improve fitness weight loss. Those go hand in hand, and that's how uh, the, uh, the Prade Magazine, uh, Prade Magazine and Forbes.com is where I've gotten my information today for most of our, for our content. Improve fitness weight loss. 48% of that 44% say that's the most important thing. Weight loss, improve fitness. 38% want to improve their finances. Once again, we want to improve our finances, but we don't do anything about to do it. We want to, we want to lower our weight but we don't do anything to do it. And this is interesting to me, but I'm also very glad to see this. And by the way, these, the, the, these numbers and these statistics were taken on December the 18th of 2023 here, just a couple of weeks ago. 14% want to improve their mental health. Now, for many, many years and many, many decades, we never discussed mental health. And now, during this particular poll that's been taken, 14% want to improve their mental health in the year 2024. weight loss, fitness, 38% finances, 14% improve health. Now, those are the main three. 
There's also another big five that come along after that. And it goes like this to enjoy life more. All right. Well, obviously everybody wants to do that. All right. Eat better and more exercise. Eating better and exercise will obviously help you reach your weight loss. And that's more realistic than just saying, I'm going to lose weight. Learn something new is a top 10. To manage money better. Obviously, that goes along with the improved finances of 38%. And here is a big one. No longer a top five, Jason. No longer a top five is to quit smoking. Now, also did a little research on smoking. And what I have learned here is the hardest day when, you're quit, when you quit smoking, the hardest day is day three. So if you're a smoker and your New Year's resolution is to quit smoking, you've got to be really hard uh, at what you're going to do on day three. Whatever you're going to do, I, you've got to put yourself in a position where you can't smoke. Maybe you need to get on an air flight, airplane uh, flight and fly all day so you can't smoke. You've got to put yourself in a position to not be tempted to smoke on day three. If you can make it through day three, 75% of the people will continue on. Now, they may quit it another day, uh, maybe day 27, may two years from now, whatever. But if they can get through day three, I wouldn't say they got it made, but they have a whole lot better chance of, of having success. Very, very interesting on, on smoking. Now, when you're setting these goals, many goals, many, M-I-N-I, many goals, make some many goals up. It'll give you quicker rewards and it'll keep you motivated to stay on track to reach your larger life goals. So think about that. You can't say, I'm going to lose 40 pounds. you got to figure out how much am I going to lose the first week. Maybe the first week you just need to lose a pound to prove to yourself that you can do it. Maybe the first week you need to put $5 into a savings account to prove that you can do it. And it's just that first baby step that takes off to become something bigger. So set yourself a mini goal. Figure out what that goal is going to be for January. I'm going to lose this. I'm going to save this. How am I going to work on my mental health? You've got to figure out what it is that, that it is you want to do. And for that, you'll have a better, a better you, a better life. Set some goals, some, some simple goals, those many goals that you know that you can actually keep. You've got to set something that you know that you will be able to uh, continue to stay on the course. Now, we have talked about these New Year resolutions, and I said the third day was the toughest for the smokers, for those who want to quit smoking. Let me tell you about the second Friday in January. You set a New Year's resolution and haven't stuck to it. It's Quitter's Day. The second Friday in January is dedicated to Quitter's Day. It's also dedicated to restarting your resolutions. While some people love the tradition of setting goals, January 1st, others argue that it's a waste of time since most resolutions have failed by March. But most, most have quit by the second Friday of January. So we've got we've to focus in on smoking on the third day and the second Friday of January with your other goals. Set so many goals. Okay. Now, if you if you fail, let's say let's just go back to the weight deal because it is the number one goal of resolutions in in this country, United States of America, and probably all the way around the world. But 
if you go out here and you lose two pounds the first week and then you gain a pound back in the second week, then we got to find a way to lose two pounds in the third week. We got to get rid of the pound we gained and then also have another pound go away. So we've reached another mini goal in week three. That's how we're going to have to do this. I've, I've, I've gained a pound in one week, but over the three week period, I've lost three pounds. There's 52 weeks in the year. So there's no sense in you going out and starving your death, starving yourself to death in the first week, the first month. And then, because if you do these things, if you don't do life ordinary, you'll put it back on just as fast as you took it off, if not faster. So with 52 weeks, and that's why I continue to go back to, how about a pound a week? How can I take off a pound a week and, and, and sustain, sustain that? Exercise and diet is obviously at the top of that list. Uh, and a whole lot of it is your diet. Probably not a good idea to go to the gym, spend an hour of your blood, sweat, and tears, and then go out and have a, a Twinkie fest. Get back in the car and have a box of Twinkies and have six of those and down you a couple of those sugar drinks. Uh, that's probably not the way it needs to go. But getting proper diet going would really, really help you out in, in what it is that you're trying to achieve with your weight. So think about that. And, and I promise you when it comes to finances, and we talk a whole lot about this uh, on this show, if you could just start with putting something into another account that you, you can touch it, but really you can't touch it. It's not a part of your everyday operation of paying your bills. And it's something as simple as $5, a dollar, $25. Each of you have a different means that you live by. So figure out what that is. See if you can save 1% of your weekly salary. Your bring home, not even your gross, your bring home after tax. See if you can put 1% away. That would be a great, great goal to start with. Now, BuzzFeed did a survey and came up with the 13 annoying things people hope die in 2024. So this is their this is their goals that Bud po- Bud BuzzPost has went out and done a survey and found out from our listening audience the general nation the number one thing that people hope go away in 2024 booking fees for concerts yes exactly so my ticket is $150 but when it's all said and done I pay 210 Booking fees for concerts. Audio playing videos on websites. You go to the website and you got to watch a video before you can actually get to the website that you are there for to determine the content that you actually want. Everything, number three, everything, and I mean everything, being a subscription. Free trial. But before you get the free trial, you have to go to the subscription. And the reason they do that is because they know you that a whole lot of you are not going to cancel after 30 days. And now they got your credit card information. They have your driver's license, social security number, phone number, and probably uh, most of your first child savings account. That was exaggeration, but you know what I mean. Everything needs a subscription. People hoping that dies in 2024. This is when we're talking about off the, off the air. Unfinished games being released at full price. Okay. As Jason explained to me, and, and I did not know this, 
because I'm still coming from you stick the cartridge into the machine and that's what you've got. But now you go online and do a subscription and you can play, I don't know, Fortnite. That that's one of them, something like that. And the 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 what what you're what you're getting here with what I call the uh, the software is not totally complete. You have to go back and get the downloads to completely play the game at a later date whenever that stuff comes out. Is that not is that correct, Jason? Is that how it works? That is essentially it. Okay. Spinning this is number five. Spinning the iPad around, asking for a tip when all you did was simply take or pull up my order. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you're already charging me $6 for this water at the football game. And you flip the iPad over to give me so, so that I can give you a 20% tip or up to whatever it is for handing me that water. And you don't even have to make change anymore because it's all cashless, mm-hmm. which is another pet peeve of mine is that if you don't have a cell phone and you don't have a credit card, you can't go to a game. High school. Yep. You, you have to have a credit card to get into a high school. It's all on the phone nowadays. You can't show up with a $5 bill. Nope. It isn't going to work. But spinning the iPad around and asking for money when you're already charging me $14,000 for a bottle of water. Okay. Do, do you tip the uh, person in the drive through line, like at a Pizza Hut or something like that? I, I, when you, I, when you I, do to go pick up, I tip the delivery boy. Yeah. But when you yes. go to carry out, they're still asking for a tip. I tell you how I, how I judge that. Mm-hmm. And just like with this flipping this iPad around. Yeah. It depends on their attitude. Yeah. If they have a great attitude and they're happy to be there, I'm going to give them something. Sure. If I've got to beg them to serve me, mm-hmm. no, no, no. That's. Frankly, how I do it. I agree. So anyway, um, number six, and I I love number five. Number five might be my favorite one so far. Number six, ads everywhere. I can't, this lady says in quote, I can't even look at a recipe without 50 ads of a video popping up. By the way, uh, whenever, whenever this, this survey was taking, the number one thing that is Googled is recipes. Most common thing Google is recipes. Now, maybe that was because it's the holidays, and when this poll was taken, that's what it was. People are probably not um, uh, Googling uh, dressing in July. But nevertheless, recipes, most common Googled item, and uh, obviously there is a lot of cooks who they say that they can have most of it prepped before they can get through the audios and the videos popping up. Now, of course, if they're popping up MX3.VIP, then we're going we're gonna to slide on that deal. <laughs> but nevertheless, ads everywhere, something that the pet peeves want you to go, want to go away. Um, number seven, having to consistently tell websites you're okay with cookies. Mm. <laughs> yes. They're always there. Yep. Now, Jason, you're a you computer guru. Is there something you can go in there and click to make the cookies go away? To automatically get the cookies, to automatically make the cookies go away, automatically accept the cookies. Does you have to do this every time? You have to do it per website. Mm. Mm-hmm. Why don't you invent a software where you don't have to do that? Let me put that yeah. in my schedule. Yeah, would well, you Try get that on your that schedule? Code. Yeah. Yes. And number eight, we've kind of already touched on this, but it's having to put a payment in for a free trial. So 
it'll just auto renew and start charging you once your free trial is over. Don't forget. That is correct. Uh, forget forgetting is going to be costly. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and, and then, you know, you it's, it's, it's almost like you have to cancel 30 days in advance or they charge you again. And, and there's, there's so many gadgets out there. Mm-hmm. Um, number nine, pop-up ads that don't permit you to X out for like 10 seconds. I've left many sites because of this reason. You can't exit out or you, you can't even see what you want to see. Uh, they, it's like, it's just frozen in time. Your, your computer, you're no longer in charge of your computer until that 10 second ad has been ran. Number 10, you know, a lot of these things have been unique to our daily activity and, 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 and the things that we, and obviously you can also hear a lot of this is to do with technology and it being a technology world these days, which obviously I don't, uh, have not adapted to too well. Uh, Mm -hmm. but nevertheless, um, this one's interesting because, like I say, we've talked about a lot of technology things here. People are hoping that the high cost of health care, number 10, goes away in 2024. Now, I think that that's been something that needed to be addressed for a long, long time as the cost of health care, and it continues to go up on a daily, uh, daily basis. I guess we're getting more into, here into more of our life stuff. Number 11 is cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number 12, rent being too high. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, rent is what it is. But as you can see here in these last four or five that we're going through, um, that it's more about life and, and the bigger, bigger things instead of the technology. But rent being too high is number 12. And number 13, subscriptions to dating apps. Don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about it either, but I like it. <laughs> you go on, you get your subscription. I, I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe there's a 90-day trial that you had to pay for, it, a six-month trial, whatever it is. And the poll that was taken, number 13 comes in as subscriptions to dating apps. That's 13 things that the general public hope goes away in the year 2024. And... Most of them I can, I can attest to. Most of them I would love to see go away. And most of them drive me crazy. So, number one, first thing is as you travel into 2024, you have to set goals. Whatever, whatever your item is, you have to identify. I should say that first. You have to identify what it is that you want to change. And then number two, you have to set the goal on how we're going to do it. You don't try to go out and, and build Rome overnight. You have to do it uh, day by day, week by week, month by month to get there. And you can't quit. The only way to not get there is to quit. You've seen a lot of statistics. I've given out a lot of stuff here on on how people quit the second Friday in January, how many people have 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 made it through January and 81% quitting in February. The 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 statistics, the facts are stacked against you. You should be aware of that before you set anything up that you're going to try to do in 2024. The statistics are stacked against you, and you need to be prepared for that dark day coming when you have a whole lot of I don't want to in my life. You've got to persevere. you got to push through a lot of the motiva- motivation things that we talk about on this show and a lot of those early episodes that we have still out there recorded on this show. Go back to those episodes. I don't know. One, the the the. Back in 2022, in the 
let's just say categories uh, of five through 20 episodes, five through 20 would tell you a whole lot about some motivational things. And I can't put my finger on it right now, but some of those early episodes talking about goals, talking about motivation, talking about keeping the faith and how you will continue to persevere through your life and what it is that you're doing and what it is you're trying to accomplish. And most importantly, you're trying to become a better person. And some of these things are definitely going to help you. Um, The biggest moneymaker at this time of year is gym memberships. And a lot of people who go to a gym on a regular basis don't go to the gym much in January because everybody's there. They let it fade away. And then the regulars will get back into the gym late January, early February. Not that they're not doing anything on the side, but they're doing their exercise. They're running around the block. They're going to the track. They're doing some home gym exercises until the crowd fades out. Because you got to think about this. In a gym, they know the statistics. You think about it. You go in there, and you find out they have 1,000 monthly members. But there's only five treadmills. Now, wouldn't that tell you that uh, there's not a treadmill in there for the 1,000 people? There, there is, well, the, the gym I go to, there may be one, one piece of equipment to do with this particular exercise. Number one, 99% of the people aren't going to be there to do the exercise. And then of the ones that are left over, they're not doing the exercise that often anyway. So 1,000 members, we've got to have 1,000 treadmills. Now, I understand that people go at different times of, of, of the day. But if you had 1,000 members going to your local gym every week, and I just threw that number out, 1,000, it would be a very difficult place to go and to, and to work out. And the reason there are not a tremendous amount of equipment such as treadmills and, and weights, et cetera, is because they know you're not going to be there in 30 days. You make sure that you will be there in 30 days, and you make sure you're not one of the statistics when we talk about this next year in January of 2025. So once again, Money Motivation Mike continues to bring you information, topics, uh, uh, lots of things, political, uh, the, 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 um, the things that are happening in the day, uh, the reaction videos, etc. cetera. We, we've had a great 2023, and 2024 is going to be even better. And we continue to strive for excellence, knowing that we may not be able to make that goal, but we'll be very happy with where we are. You can always contact us, info at mx3.vip, and find all of our content, mx3.vip. And also go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at mx3podcast. And always, always, please like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon so you get notified of all of our new content that comes out every Monday morning around 9 o'clock. So, happy New Year's to you. Good luck to you in your 2024 goals, resolutions, and what you're going to do to make your life better. So until next time, continue to live your life the right way. 